ladies and gentlemen, Tucker Carlson recently proclaimed that the January 6th hearings were a scam. Brave man. January 6th, you may remember, was the famous riot where the Capitol Police moved barriers and opened doors so confused tourists could wander into the Capitol building. What an insurrection! Grandmothers taking selfies. Weirdly costumed people from Antifa, comma, I presume. And we heard a lot about Trump requesting 20,000 National Guard reservists. But Pelosi blocked that. You have to wonder why. When I hear someone discussing scams, I have the same thought. These days, what is not a scam? Everywhere I look, I see scams. I think that is one of the main benefits of studying K-12 education, which I've been doing for 30 years. You learn that our public schools, and indeed the society generally, are full of bogus theories and methods, guaranteed not to work. But we have education professors promising that these phonies are the fulfillment of what our school should be. That's the scam. When I hear about gender studies and all the other studies, I think what we really need is corruption studies. How about communism studies? How about scam studies? We need to be able to recognize the patterns of deception and uh, elaborate confusion so the public never knows what's going on. One quick example is the entire COVID thing. I thought all along that Fauci was the great scam master. There was a press conference at the White House in March 2020, and Trump is dancing around almost with a smile that there may be a game changer, as he put it. But you could see on Fauci's face that the last thing in the world he wanted was a game changer. He wanted fear. And I want to remind everyone that there were three brilliant people who from the beginning said there is no reason for anyone to die. That would be Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, Harvey Risch, a professor at Yale, and Simone Gold, a wonderful doctor, lawyer, and leader of the frontline physicians. These are my heroes, comma, my favorite people from the whole affair. I thought Fauci lied with every word, but these three continually told the truth. They pointed out that COVID revealed its un its presence unmistakably if you lost your sense of sm taste and smell. Then all you have to do is treat with readily available therapies such as hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, or quercetin. The state medical authorities in many parts of the country made these therapies illegal or difficult to find, thereby guaranteeing that many people end up in the hospital and finally the morgue. Talk about a murderous scam. The election we had a year ago has scam written all over it, and every, and every, every day more evidence continues to come out that the election wasn't fair. The thing is, if you focus on a single scam, you might never come to understand what actually happens. You won't see the broader patterns. First start off with the understanding that our Democrat Party has moved way, way left from where JFK was. We have Karl Marx floating through our atmosphere. He was a ruthless ideological combatant, but now those tendencies define the Democrat Party. Scam is their native element. It's what they do. I've been arguing for years that K-12 is a scam in the very precise sense that all the good ideas have been carefully removed and replaced by ideas 
that are known to be inferior. That's sabotage. Sam Blumenfeld famously said that K-12 education is a criminal enterprise from top to bottom. In other words, a scam. Please read my article called K-12, The War Against Children. It gives you a sweeping look at the whole landscape of scams in K-12. Now, summing up, I just want to point out that 1931 was the beginning of the end of our school system. That's when the education professors pushed phonics out of the public schools and imposed a scam method that did not work, generally known as hold word or sight words. The Depression had just started, the country was nervous and unstable, and the far left thought there was a great time to strike. It was like Pearl Harbor and the size of it and the surprise, but the consequences extended all the way out to now with tens of millions of functionally illiterate Americans suffering throughout the society. And that's all because the communists, I believe, understood correctly that illiteracy is the best scam of all. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of subeducated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.